show. At 901-3000-TOM, that's our number here. 901-3000-TOM. 901-3000-866. So I'm sitting here in studio with our friend Jose, who works here with us. You've heard him on the show before. He's filled in for Mikey many times. And imagine my surprise when uh, I was on Twitter and I saw that you'd written a book. I know. Can you believe that? <laughs> well, I believe you could do it. I just had no idea you had done it. And suddenly there it was. You were promoting it on Twitter. Well, yeah. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. It's an honor to be here in front of you. Uh, and yeah, I wrote a book. Uh, the name of the book is How to Be a Dad Without a Dad. And yeah, it's about my struggles about when I was a child, my struggles about alcohol, and how I became the dad that I never had. Uh, now, I talked to us a bit about that. Uh, you know, my dad was an alcoholic, and I have to say that as a result of growing up with an alcoholic father, um, I did not want to possibly, for example, repeat the mistakes. You know, many times I hear, and I, I don't know if they're right or wrong, I've heard all my life that, you know, whatever you grew up with, that becomes your reality. And then you could very well repeat the exact same pattern of behavior. I do like to party. And uh, the last thing I wanted to do was to disappoint someone the way I was disappointed as a kid. But not everybody handles it the same way. You went the opposite direction. Well, no, I started like that. Like one of my biggest fears was to be my dad. So I never wanted to have a, uh, a kid. Right. Everybody always told me I was good with kids because I helped raise my my nephew, my niece, and yeah. everything. But I never wanted to have kids. I actually, uh, I am a dad now. I you know I didn't listen to you. I'm a father now. Yes. And uh, but uh, I understood that when I became a dad, first of all, I was lucky enough to have a good girl next to me. Um, and when I became a dad, I accepted the responsibility, and I know that. Since I didn't want to be my dad, I'm going to be the best dad I can be for the child. I want to be like a role model that I never had. I want to be that person for him. But um, as a, as if anybody ever asked me, give me an advice for parenting. The first thing I will say is like, don't have kids. Because like you say, and you say it all the time, and I agree 100% with you. I don't think anybody's really prepared to be a, a parent at all. Like not only... I wasn't prepared, uh, um, you know, financially, and I don't think people are prepared mentally. So the first advice I will tell anybody about parenting is don't have a kid because I don't think that not, man, that not many people are actually prepared. I don't think anybody's prepared to be a dad. I think one of the reasons they're not prepared is because they don't want to do all the work that's involved. That's a lot of work. Uh, yeah, I always tell people that my life is over. <laughs> Uh, because now it's not about me, you know, it's about my son and everything that I do, everything that I, uh, it reflects on my son. Like, for example, I haven't been to the movies and I don't even know when mm -hmm. I haven't really, you know, have my own time. I'm trying to, you know, have a better future for my, for my son. One of the reasons I created a book because I work in radio and, you know, radio doesn't pay really well. No. So I need a couple uh, other outlets to have some income and then I decided to start putting how I became a dad that I never had in writing and it became a book and hopefully helps out you know people out there that not only are struggling to be a dad or wanting to be a dad and they read my book and they're like oh shit you know it's a lot of work it's a lot of things that you know you never want to experience because 
you're in charge of a living person. And believe me or not, believe believe me, you don't want to be uh, there at three in the morning when your son has a hundred and five fever. I know I don't. Yeah. So uh, anybody out there, follow Tom. Don't have kids. Yeah. You know, it's it's one of those things that it's incredible. I'm happy with it, but believe me, you don't want to wish it to anybody because it's a big responsibility that most of us are not prepared to have. Another reason that I decided not to have kids because I was the oldest of four. And as the oldest of four, I was frequently left in charge of the other three. And uh, I already, I always say, you know, I've, I've already been through that. You know, I've, I've done the, the, the kid raising or the kid, uh, ca- the caring for kids or having to worry about whether they're sticking their finger in the electrical socket and stuff like that. I, I've, I've done my time. Yeah, so one of the, actually one of the things I talk about in the book is how I used to get mad to see this lady with three kids in the bus when I I used to take the bus all the time. I didn't have a license. I was an immigrant, just don't tell anybody. Okay. Uh, And uh, uh, I used to get mad because, you know, you commit, you make one mistake, not that my, my son is a mistake, but I love him to death, but, you know, you did one mistake and you know you don't have, you're not financially ready. Why did you go and have two other kids? Right. It's one of the things that I... I call know, that doubling down. Uh, I just, to this day, I'm like, you know, no, like, no. Like, I always scare my girlfriend. I'm like, if you have another one, I'm out. <laughs> right. Because I had to scare her because I've been, I was poor when I was growing up. I have an, I used to had, I had an alcoholic dad. I had an alcoholic mom. And I know how hard it is for a kid to go through poverty, not having a dad and everything. So I, I want to give and provide everything for my son. Then if I have another one, it's going to cut it in half or none. So I don't want to com- I don't want to have another kid at all. One now, is enough. Emigrating to the United States is not easy as it is. I have many friends who have done that, uh, many of whom came here and uh, uh, did not have papers and they got tossed and came back and they got tossed and they came back. Uh, and uh, that's that's trouble enough to have to live with when you're and, and even if you're coming and all the papers are in order and everything is orderly, it's still just having to learn a new language and learn a new culture and figure out how to make a living, figure out how to get an education. Um, that's a lot of work as it is. And and yet most people I know have immigrated to the United States. They have kids. I don't know how they do all that. Uh, I still don't know why. You know you. If you don't have, I mean, I think it's education, and it's one of the things that I actually want to teach my son, that everything starts from from the foundation you put on the kids. Because if nobody taught you that by having one kid is going to cut your cost of living for so much, having two kids is going to make you poorer and everything. So I think I want to, it's one of the, the things I wish I could teach my community to stop having kids. Because, you know, it's going to make us either have less opportunities to succeed or anything like that. But a succession of popes have come to your community and said, don't worry about it. God will provide. Just keep cranking them out. Oh, I hate that. You know, I'm, I don't want to say I'm atheist, but I don't have a religion because I hate all the, you have to do this. You right. have to do that in order right. to like, I hate it when they say like, you have to be good to go to heaven. How about I want to be good? because I want to be good, not because I have to be good, you know? 
But yeah, it's one of those things that uh, uh, now that it took me 18 years to become a citizen. It took me about 12 years to become a, a resident. And people understand that being afraid of a white man, it's real. You know, it's like I was, you know, afraid. And that's one of the things that now that I'm a citizen, you know, I'm very proud to be an American. I'm not, you don't see me waving my Guatemalan flag or nothing like that because uh, I tell everybody, you know, come here, be grateful, learn the language, pay your taxes, and don't have it, don't have that many kids, you know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it just seems to me, um, when I look around, I grew up in a very poor neighborhood in New York City in the South Bronx. It just seems to me the less money people have, the more kids they have. And I, you know, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Did they have nothing and then they had a lot of kids? Did they have a lot of kids and start getting poor and poor? I don't even know. And I think for some people it's one way and for some it's another. I think it's education. And one thing I found out about having kids, it's the money you get for taxes. I didn't know this. And then after, like... We, my girlfriend did her taxes and everything. She got like $5,000. And I'm like, no wonder people are having kids just to because either they're lazy or they're getting all this money back. And it's not about that. It's about providing a better future, first of all, for yourself. You had to help yourself before you help others. And if you can't even help yourself, you shouldn't have other responsibilities, you know? Right. I mean, but, but that's what people do. They go ahead and uh, you know they shoot first and ask questions later, right? Yeah. Well, luckily I was able to take care of myself for a long time, and now that I'm a dad, I'm I'm trying to. It's hard. It's hard to be a good dad, a responsible dad, and it's very hard to be able to provide for your family. It's a right. very, very hard thing to do, especially if you're working radio. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the last profession I want to be in if I were planning on having a family, yeah. even a family of three <laughs> with uh, one kid. It, it's hard, it's hard. But yeah, but the book is about my struggles about, you know, from being an immigrant, from, you know, becoming an alcoholic. I stopped blaming my parents. I stopped blaming everybody. I took responsibility on my own actions. I overcame my alcoholism. I became a better person, and then I became a dad. And I'm more focused about providing for my family. And then every time Money Mondays come by, I'm always taking notes because, you know, once I come out of my debt, you know, I'm going to start, you know, doing some stocks and everything. And then, you know, thanks to you, we have so many advices out there that, you know, people should take note about that because all you ever do is help guys you know this that's your main focus to yeah. help us men be better for ourselves you know and right. i think it's one of the things about the book too that i'm just trying to show people out there that i made a lot of mistakes i made a lot of things that probably were not right or i had trouble in my childhood my, my parents were alcoholic and i was able to overcome that and actually become a better person. And now that I have a huge responsibility, I'm trying to provide him be a better role model for him so he doesn't grow up to be a bad person. That's all I want in life, you know? That's all you want in life. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I mean, shoot for the stars, but, but it's, it's gonna take me a lot of work. I understand. Now, are there any good things you discovered? I mean, obviously there are. Are there any good things you discovered about being a parent? Like, like, was it better than you expected? Harder? Worse? What? Uh, I was lucky enough. Well, 
I had experience already as to be to be a parent since I helped my brother with yeah. three, and luckily my girlfriend that's what she's trained to do take care of kids, so we have it easier in a way that we're more prepared to be you know parents. But believe me, it's not easy. It's not easy no. at all. Like this day, only last night, I only slept four hours, and it's going to be a long day. And you don't have a life of your own. You don't have uh, time for yourself. And it's a challenge that I'm willing to do. But if you're not willing to do it, no. don't have kids. Now, do you talk about that? Like, do you recommend that people not have kids? Yeah, I. I I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I actually tell people like, if you're thinking about having kids, uh, think about it twice. And I tell them because you know, you once you have kids, your life is over, and you know, you had to think about your responsibilities as a dad, your financial responsibilities. Right. You're not going to have time to go to Italy. Everything that you say kind of like reiterate everything in that because I am that person now. And if you're not willing to do that, think twice. Even getting married. Yeah, don't. No, no. Listen to a professor. Listen That's to right. the professor. Well, how do people get a copy of your book? Where are they going to find it? Well, you could get a, a paperback on Amazon, and you could go to Tom's website, click on the Amazon link, and go get my my book. You could search for Jose de la Roca or the name of the book, which is How to Be a Dad Without a Dad. And it's also available on iBooks. Um, it's on Nook, on Kobo, Google Play. And you could check out my website, com or How to Be a Dad Without a Dad.com. I'll say we're very proud of you. I, I may not agree with being a parent, but I'm proud of you for uh, doing all the things you've done and uh, for writing a book about it and getting it out there for, for people to read. And I think uh, a lot of our guys who are undecided about whether they want to be parents could probably learn a lot from you. Yeah. And thank you. Thank you, Gary. Thank you, Tim. And especially thank you, Dino. Dino, if it wasn't for you. Tim, you got thanked individually. I just want you to know that. <laughs> yeah, and... Thanks to Dino, I'm here. So, Dino, my son, thank you very much for letting me be part of the New Normal Network. There we go. Thank Jose you de la Roca, How to Be a Dad Without a Dad. And you can get it at Amazon and any number of other places. And there's more to come. Stay right there. The entire Tom Likas experience in your pants. Get the app now. 901-3000-TOM. This is the Tom Likas Show.